Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and answer your question, should I watch this? My name is Me Too. And my name is BJ. And this week, we're watching the listener-recommended show, Cobra Kai, on Netflix, though it was previously on YouTube Premium. So stay tuned to find out about Me Too's past as a karate champion in the 80s. Honestly, I do have a story about that, so stay tuned to the end for it. Before we dive into your history, let's dive into the history of this series. Cobra Kai is an action comedy drama series. It is in the Karate Kid movie universe, but this time we're looking at a side character. We're taking it back to that guy who lost the 1984 All Valley Karate Tournament, Johnny Lawrence, portrayed by the same actor, William Zabka. You'll also remember his childhood rival, Daniel LaRusso, played by Ralph Macchio, and they are set 34 years later, living their separate lives. But we're seeing that maybe they haven't forgotten about the past yet. So in this series, we're going to be exploring the Cobra Kai Karate Dojo and really seeing what Johnny wants to do with his future. Me too. What were your first impressions of Cobra Kai? I know that there is a universe of people who absolutely loved the Karate Kid. And unfortunately, I wasn't obsessed with it as a kid. So I think I'm missing some of the nostalgia. Mm -hmm. I tried to look online for takes from people who were Karate Kid Hive to see how they feel about not quite a reboot, but rather picking up where we left off. And I think that we're seeing that a little bit more now in place of all of the reboots. And it's an interesting take to see what's next after a big sports movie. So often in the sports movies, the good guys, if you will, which are often children, are portrayed as completely good. And the bad guys, which again are often children, are completely bad. And we root against kids, but then what's the next step? So at the end of Karate Kid, uh, I'm sorry for this like several decade old spoiler, Ralph Macchio's character wins. And we just see Johnny lose, but we don't see how he might have been affected by that later on. How did you feel about this take? I like this approach of doing a sequel series, but about a lesser character, a minor character, because I don't think it would be as interesting to see the winner of this tournament who had his journey and development just live a successful and happy life (laughs) versus with Johnny's story, we're seeing that he really is struggling. And I think it is important to consider in all of these stories that we enjoy watching, whether or not you have the good guys and the villain, someone loses. And I think we should take the time to consider what does it mean if you lose, in this case, a tournament that meant a whole, whole lot to Johnny. For whatever reason. Still don't understand that reason. But it was a big one. So how about we dive a little deeper in around Johnny? There's two main people in his life right now, Daniel and Miguel. What do you think about them? With Miguel, that is his neighbor. We see building this obvious mentor relationship where he's probably going to become Miguel's sensei. And then maybe there's a moment where then Daniel maybe has a protege and those two battle it out. Repeating history. Yeah, this cycle of fighting battles of your older generation. But it is weird that when he encounters Miguel, he says like a couple in a row jokes simply based on the fact that Miguel is Latino. Mm -hmm. So that set it off in a weird direction because now (laughs) I'm made to root for their bond. But whatever, we move forward. And then... (laughs) 
That's in the past. That was at the beginning of the episode. Now we're in the later part. Sure. 10 minutes ago, you said even more immigrants entering my apartment building. And then I had to correct you and say that I'm from California. But we digress. We progress and we move on. We've all grown. (laughs) We've all grown hair since that moment. And then we encounter Ralph Macchio, his lifelong rival, who has thrived since this tournament. And that brought up a lot of questions for me. If you did really good sports in high school, Mm -hmm. are you then a star in your town even 40 years later? If you're in a small enough town, I guess so. How many karate champions are there in Reseda, Los Angeles? I... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but his whole legacy is based off of that. So similarly, Johnny has this experience of arrested development where he is stuck in the past. You see that in the car he drives, television, the flashback memories that he has of his friends from when he was a young upstart karate kid. Well, he wasn't the karate kid. He was a Cobra Kai. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) And... You see that he is stuck in the past and reliving the errors of how he took that kick to the face and lost. So that is sad. But then it's also, I don't know if it's sad or just weird to see Daniel also constantly using the karate references of his life to sell cars. In commercials and in ads, you see him chopping prices. He's also very much stuck in the 1980s. Yeah, he gives out bonsai trees to every customer. Ridiculous. And then we get to see them briefly interact. And they, as super, very much adult grown men, argue over a girl that they fought over when they were children. And I also hate in shows where one character can't tell how clearly the other character dislikes them. Yes. It's not just us as the audience that knows that Johnny still has hatred for Daniel, but it's on his face. Yet Daniel is acting all buddy-buddy and nice and is like, oh, I think of you as a good friend. I'm going to give you a good deal to repair your car. I care about you. When Johnny is clearly glaring at him, like, I just want to get out of here. I don't want to associate with you ever again. I think you're doing the spoken word version of a subtweet. And I too have encountered people (laughs) that do not read the room very well. That's, I think, one of the terms of 2020 is reading the room. Some folks can't do it. Daniel can't read the room. I didn't think it was a difficult skill, but even if you're the karate kid, you're not good at everything. But I have to say, I agree that it's sad that they're both stuck in 1984. It's been 34 years, because this takes place in 2018. Has nothing else of significance happened in their lives? I mean, Daniel had a child. We meet his daughter. Is that not a highlight on par with the tournament? I think Johnny has a kid too. Also not a highlight? Johnny's stepfather shows up and they have an exchange and Johnny basically tells him he wasn't a good parent and the stepfather tells him the same. So I'm not sure how I was supposed to interpret that aside from, I guess, Johnny has a kid. So we get examples of Johnny not being a good parental figure. I think one scene that really exemplifies that, which... I feel mixed about because it was an adult and minors, but it was also kind of badass. It was cool. We see Johnny at a local gas station buying his dinner, some pizza, which he really shouldn't have purchased and eaten. Should have just gone for some chips or something sealed. And he ends up protecting Miguel from some bullies. But his way of doing this is physically assaulting 
other teenagers with an awesome kick to the face and some other cool moves, but he doesn't hold back on these minors. He... The way he takes them all on was my favorite part of the episode and I think was the closest thing to coming back to the excitement and the action of the Karate Kid. Mm -hmm. And you see the beginnings of his potential bond with Miguel. He fights the kids because they hit his car, but potentially also because they were bullying Miguel. That's true. The main reason he even paid attention was because his car got involved. Not that he was concerned about Miguel, at least immediately. And he was sitting on a curb eating a slice of pizza that someone had sold him out of their hand. Like, that was absurd. Sorry, guys, we have to go on a tangent. If you were serving someone pizza, even at a gas station, for your own sake, you don't want to put your hand all over that greasy cheese. Why would you just like hold it like that? (laughs) That's when I would have fought. Y'all, there was a scene where preceding his fight with all these kids, he was trying to buy a slice of pizza and the dude grabs it bare hand out of the tray and never puts it on a plate. And Johnny asks for a plate. So the guy keeps holding it in one hand. Just holds it. And rummaging around trying to find a plate with the other hand. And truly palms the cheese part of the pizza. He really spread his fingers out all over that slice. And then Johnny grabbed it out of his hand. That would have been gross to me no matter what. But I think I have become extra sensitive to scenes like that in this era of being hyper aware of other people's presence, my presence in the world. What are we touching? What are the shared spaces? What are the risks? Mm -hmm. I am constantly thinking about that now. So that scene may have been somewhat funny a few months ago maybe it would have still grossed me out but i think now the stakes feel higher in my mind so i freaked out about it more versus thinking it was like silly ridiculousness yeah it goes from ridiculous to this is a personal attack on my health yes even as absurd as the pizza was and how ridiculous it was that he attacked some teenagers. He has other downward spiral moments. He does a lot of drinking and driving. He gets fired from his job. His car gets wrecked. Literally the worst day you could have. Meeting his childhood rival who he hates. The show is called Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. We know that in the premise of the show, it's understood that he will resurrect Cobra Kai in some way. Do you see his resurrecting of Cobra Kai, maybe the last time in his life he felt secure as good for him? That's a really interesting question. Yes and no. I think rebuilding the dojo and maybe training the next generation of karate kids will be a healthier outlet for his time and energy. But I think it's going to spark a lot of those negative feelings he has for Daniel and his memories from the tournament. So there's going to be this toxic part of him that's going to grow along with any positive benefits he could get. I didn't think about the growing toxicity. So the ability to be triggered and thinking about those memories, like he often does have flashbacks of losing at the tournament as he builds up this dojo. I just generally thought of it as maybe the best possible way he could channel his energy into this thing that he is unhealthily obsessed with. But ultimately, he needs to move on. (laughs) Yes. Ideally, he'll just forget about this tournament and live his life. And just live for himself. That's not going to happen. So I guess next best thing, start a dojo. Take all that pent up energy and put it in the dojo. Have you ever done karate? 
one day. My friend's dad taught a karate class and I went mostly because I used to watch Power Rangers as a kid and I was like, I want to fight like that when that's not what karate is about. How old were you? Six or seven. Oh, that's so cute. And I learned that karate was not about the combat you see in movies (laughs) and on TV. (laughs) So I was like, no thanks. I don't care about this self-defense and all these morals and ethics. I just want to do cool kick flips. Of course, even at seven years old, you were like, a moral code? Ethics? Mm, I need somebody to get down on my level so I can do a spin kick in their face. Basically, I was like, I just want to learn how to do the cool moves. What did you do in that first class? I feel like it was just like punches. I remember being really bored. Oh, I also remember we had to flip each other and I did not like being flipped. (laughs) That is quite vulnerable. I can understand why you wouldn't like that. Yeah, you don't want a stranger to just flip you on a mat. I think that's real. What was your karate journey like? I've never taken karate, but I used to take judo. Okay. I was pretty good at it. And I worked my way up like three or four colors. How long did that take? It took a couple years. And I used to go to judo. Then I would go to Girl Scouts. And (laughs) I never had time to change into my uniform for Girl Scouts. Dang. Well, I was a very casual Girl Scouts attendee. Sounds like it. I'm not good at affiliated things like that. And so I used to just put the sash over my white (laughs) uniform. Did you keep your belt on too? (laughs) And one time, I guess I didn't realize it was a picture day or something. So there's a picture (laughs) somewhere in my mom's house of all these people in like normal Girl Scouts uniforms looking like normal human beings. And I'm just on the side, obviously trying to hide from the camera and in a actual judo outfit. Judo girl with a sash. (laughs) Yep. It has nothing to do with karate, but just the outfit looks similar. Did you do any tournaments? Our competitions? Not that I can remember. This was in like fourth grade, third and fourth grade or something like that. But I did do intra-class little competitions. But I don't remember ever traveling. Did you beat the other kids? Were you the best? I don't think I was the best. I don't remember feeling particularly good at it. I don't think I was the worst either because I don't remember being embarrassed by it. I would have quit if I weren't good. (laughs) I know that about myself. (laughs) I appreciate the honesty. And clearly you've moved on. You've never brought this up. So it's not a key part of your character. No, I'm not stuck (laughs) in the 90s. Miserable. That's good. I'm miserable because I'm stuck at home in 2020 in the pandemic, but not because of a lost match in when was their match again? 1984. So how do you feel about the future of the Cobra Kai dojo and potentially Miguel's involvement? He might end up between Johnny and Daniel. I think that having Miguel around will make Johnny want to be a better person, which is good for Johnny. So hopefully they'll develop that bond. I think that, like we said, it'll be the healthiest route of his current options for Johnny to channel all of this energy into the JoJo. And hopefully we'll get to see them have some success. Maybe we'll see him first make, but then try to avoid the mistakes of Cobra Kai, which was win at all costs. I remember the sensei and Karate Kid being really hard on the Cobra Kai kids, breaking their trophies and not letting them celebrate and not letting them be kids, just 
only focusing on not only winning, but destroying the opponent, sweeping the leg, if you will. Hopefully, we'll get to see him not make those same mistakes and actually be more of a healthy mentor to the kids that he takes in if he takes in more kids than Miguel. And it'll be a quite a journey because this show already has two seasons and Netflix is funding a third season that should come out next year. Oh, wow. So what would you rate Cobra Kai previously on YouTube and now on Netflix? I would rate it would watch again while folding laundry. I was interested to see if Johnny would progress past this place that we find him in. But I don't have all the nostalgia of people who were obsessed with the Karate Kid movies. I don't even know how many there were. Were there three? Not sure. I know there was at least a sequel. And then, you know, Will Smith made one for his son. Oh, I did love that one. And that Justin Bieber, Jaden Smith song was fantastic. Oh, you do love Never Say Never. Anyway, I would rate this. We'll wait until Me Too sees it. And then she can tell me which episodes have great karate combat scenes. And then I will watch clips of the cool karate moves. Very specific rating. The action scene in this first episode was really good. Yes, I thought that was the highlight. Same here. So you'll let me know when there's more. Also, Karate Kid Hive, we apologize. Thank you for recommending Cobra Kai. (laughs) It was a fun watch. I just think we are not members of Karate Kid Hive, but we have nothing but time on our hands. Maybe I'll watch one of the movies and relive the magic. I did just rewatch Mighty Ducks which was a delight. Just so you know, Karate Kid Hive, I have seen the first three movies and the Jaden Smith remake. I know I watched the first one and maybe the others, I don't remember, certainly watched the Jaden Smith remake at least twice. Hmm, That's good enough, I guess. If you want to (laughs) find more of our reviews, head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com and you can subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at thepilotpod. You can send thoughts, feelings, your karate kid theories, memes, histories. We want to get caught up on this story and more shows that you want us to watch to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.